Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Popecast. It's Saturday. This is your host, Ian Pope, podcasting from the new the new lab. Is that what they call it in the world of beats? This is the new studio. This is just a back room in my house, which I've uh, taken over. I've gotten, I've received the only unfinished room in the basement as my uh, lair. So I've got my desk set up in here, kind of getting things going. Um, got a proper studio set up in here, um, more or less. So that's an exciting change that you guys don't care about at all. But um, for the first time, I usually record these podcasts um, through like a lav mic on my phone as I'm driving or just doing anything. And it kind of works well because I'm on my feet. Um, I can think well when I'm on my feet. Um, and now I'm seated at a desk. Um, so it's kind of sort of be a weird adjustment for me. That doesn't affect you guys at all. It's still going to be always what you've known, what you've come to love from the Popecast is just 10 to 12 minutes of fire. (laughs) I have no idea what's going on, but here we are. I got a rundown of stuff for you guys. Um, some things I've jotted down over the past couple of days. Fun nature fact. This is a horrible tease. Uh, fun nature fact about a platypus. So, wow. If you're not tuning out now, you are in it for the long haul, and that I appreciate. Um, but I do want to thank whoever's been listening throughout the hiatus. There's been a consistent amount of streams on these episodes, and I have no idea why, but throughout the like last month and a half when they've been pretty sparse, still been getting some streams. I get all that data. Must certainly uh, be a boring time for you. Times are hard, so whoever's been listening, I thank you. I hope things get better. I'm sure they will. Um, in reality, it's probably like probably the FBI combing through the files just to make sure there's nothing too wild going on here. But it's all on the up and up. Thanks for the listen, Los Federales. Um, Also on the rundown, something else on the rundown, I should say, hot air balloon people. Um, I just have a major beef to pick with these hot air ballooners, these these, uh, people that fly hot air balloons call themselves pilots, and that's absolutely insane and hilarious. Um, So... Let's see here. Why don't we just dive right into it? I've got a lot of just random shit I'm going to read here. Um, I don't know who needs to hear this, but I licked my elbow like nine times today. So the next time someone tells you what's impossible, you tell them my story. All right. This is the Ian Pope story. The man who could lick his elbow when everybody told him, no, it's impossible. You can do whatever you need to do there. Tow truck. Tow truck. The phrase tow truck oftentimes referred to a truck that tows things, right? We know that. A tow truck is when you are knocked down by a karate kick. Huh? Put that one in your put that one in your uh, old thinker doodle do. Scooby doo. Boobity boo. I'm so sorry. The, I, you know, I record these all in one take, one shot. Um, no editing, no cuts for better or worse. So you guys just kind of got to bear with the heat. And the cold, the hot and the cold, we're outside, and right now it's winter time. So let's bring on spring. Um, I noticed somebody recently trying to name their group. I've seen it in the past, like this is the Billionaire Boys Club. It's some bullshit brand or whatever. Billionaire, whatever. There's like some new 
group in Des Moines that somebody was calling like the billionaire financial club or something fucking retarded like that. Um, why, you know, if you're going to just throw around bullshit words like billionaire to your group of um, not billionaires, seems like you're selling yourself short by not going for trillionaire or, or zillionaire. If you're living in a fantasy world, why not fucking go all in? That's kind of my philosophy about a lot of things. So why not make it the zillionaire financial group? Let everybody know um, that you mean business. This is a bunch of serious dudes, zillionaires, billionaire, financial, whatever the fuck that thing's called. I don't even remember, but that was outrageous to me. Um, let's get right down to brass tacks, why this whole episode happened. Um, hot air balloon people call themselves pilots. Let me just say that again. The person who sits in the basket of a hot air balloon and pulls the little rope shh, calls himself a pilot. Everybody else who's involved in the process just goes along with calling this person a pilot. Um, if the wind tells you where you're going to go, let's just make this make this clear. You are not a pilot, Okay. Um, the guy who had the bright idea to untie all the weight to the basket and fill the balloon, pull the string with enough hot air that the balloon takes flight. This is your pilot. All right. So just the youngest hot air balloon pilot, quote unquote pilot. See, now they have me saying it in the history of hot air ballooning was an eight year old. Okay. That's how you know you're not a real pilot. If they let an eight-year-old do it, this is not even barely a real hobby. All right. What's next? People who fly kites, are they pilots? What's next? You're going to tie a balloon to the wrist of your baby? Pilot. Young pilot. This is like, this is like a chiropractor calling him or herself a doctor, right? If a person goes down with a stroke some medical ailment and someone calls for a doctor. Doctor, doctor, we need a doctor over here right away. And the chiropractor runs over. What's he going to say? Uh, looks like his looks like his L3 is out of whack. Um, but you're going to need a real doctor here immediately or this guy's going to die. Okay? It's the same sort of thing if you're on a plane and the pilot is somehow indisposed of and they say, "We need a pilot. We need a pilot up here in the in the cockpit right away." And the guy hot air balloon pilot friend runs up into the cockpit he doesn't see the little rope to pull to make that airplane go up you're fucked um here's a surprise for you there is no such string in an airplane um real pilots have to be have to be all sorts of sour about this i think it's hilarious but if they've never let you take off from an airport you're not a pilot, okay? If they make you take off from a random field down by Indianola, you are not a pilot, all right? I don't know. Um, that's all. really all I got to say about that. But in a world where you got to be so careful what you say these days, it seems like you shouldn't be able to get away with calling yourself a pilot when you're sitting in the wicker basket of a hot air balloon pulling the string every once in a while, um, going wherever the wind blows you outrageous you know fun hobby cool sightseeing adventure go up in a hot air balloon watch a sunset you know da 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 da, -da. um but uh don't make plans on where you're gonna get picked up at 
That's all I got to say about that. Um, boy, oh boy, man. This is show. This show. We're probably going to get dumped from this sponsor here soon, too. But this show, sponsored by iSharteddsm.com. Actually, I don't even think they have got a website. It's like sharted, I sharted, but it's I shirted because it's about shirts. I shirted DSM. They got a Facebook page, uh, mostly just making fun of Ray Gun for their bullshit that they post, that they publish, like that Des Moines Hell Yeah shirt. They fixed it up, put a, uh, what was it? A question mark after hell. Des Moines Hell Yeah. So that sort of stuff. Check them out. For sale on Amazon, go pick up a bullshit shirt. You don't need to buy a shirt. Honestly, nobody should buy any of this stuff. Consumerism is out of control. Um, and, uh, you know, put that money towards your retirement. Honestly, you don't need a bullshit t-shirt. You don't need to... Uh, how's that for some fucking advice? Don't take advice from me, but that's what I'm saying. Don't buy this. Don't buy shirts from our sponsor, I shirted DSM. I do. They're great shirts. I'm sure high-quality shirts. The Bernie memes are sweeping the nation. Very popular right now. Bernie and his mittens from the inauguration. Um, you know, good, good, clean fun. You know, this is as close as uh, as raw, unbridled socialism will ever come to sweeping America. Probably, right? Yeah. Bernie's fun, man. Bernie's harmless. Bernie's fun. He's probably really angry about this. Uh, this is as close. This is as much power as he'll ever get. Um, but shout out, shout out the burn dog, and shout out my old Bernie character, tenderloins. You ever heard this? Tender Bernie Sanders loves tenderloins. Tenderloins. All right. Well, I just I once did that for five minutes in a comedy club, basically purely tenderloin joke. Um, and I loved it, honestly. Most of the crowd loved it too. That actually was a was a big hit. Um, I dressed up like Bernie Sanders, wearing a little wig and some glasses and an oversized sport coat, and just basically yelled, "Me, Bernie Sanders loves tenderloins." One time, my own heart tried to caucus against me. Shit like that. So. <laughs> Uh, thanks so much for listening. This has probably been the greatest Popecast of all time, right? Am I right? Am I wrong? Okay. See you guys next time. Don't lose faith in me. I love you. Miss you. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Popecast.